Today's daf is Shvot um, 8. So I just put this on the board. This is a pasuk from Vayikra, Tetzayin, Tetzayin. It's going to be the pasuk where everything has been working around. This is a Shechat Etzir. This is talking about Yom Kippur, the Seir Chatat. Um, the Kohen slaughters the Seir Chatat. This is Vayikra um, 16, 15 to 16. Uh, he he shochet the Seir Chatat, Brings it to um, near the parochet. He sprinkles it on the kaporet, on the on the partition. And through doing that, he's able to purify the kodesh, the the, the holy area. So then he'll do the same thing for um, the Ohel Moed, for the area of the Ohel Moed, which is further out, not just the Kodesh. Um, and we have here, these, this part here is going to be important. The Kohen, through this seir, this goat, he's going to be able to, to atone for the Kodesh from the Tumot of Neisrael, from the Tumas of Neisrael. And so... Now, this is going to be really important for us because we're going to see that we're going to ask, our Mishnah talks, uh, we're going to see the Brita, we're going to discuss a Brita. We discussed the Brita. It talks about um, how um, how the Seir, we talked, we, we went over, oh, did we, go, we didn't go over that yet. Okay, we're going to see a Brita that's going to talk about how the, how the goat is, um, how this goat atones for the tumot, the tumas of Bnei Israel. yeah? We said tumot Bnei Israel. We're going to ask, what tumot are those? Are these going to be all tumot? Or is it going to be specific tumot? And we're going to say, it's talking not about very specific tumot. It's going to talk about this, this goat, the sprinkling of the, of the blood is going to atone for um, the sin of tumot mikdash and tumot uh, kodashim. Tumot, not trumot. Tumot. <laughs> tumot kodashim and tumot mikdash. So we're going to see it. This whole pasuk, when it says tumot, um, it's really referring to the Tuma of Mikdash and Kodashim. And then we're going to ask, maybe these Tuma mean other Tuma. Maybe it means Tumot Abad Azarah, Tumot Gilui Arayot, Shvichut Damim. How do you know it's specifically talking about Tumot of Tumot Mikdash and Kodashav? And there's going to be a whole discussion around that. And they're going to connect it to Pisham, the Chochat Tam. So we're going to see, that we're going to be working with this a lot, this Pasuk. And we're going to be working with this Pasuk a lot later on, um, the other parts of the Pasuk. So this is going to be a basic Pasuk. Again, let's talk about Yom Kippur. And that a Kohen, the Kohen takes two Seerim, takes two goats. One goat sends to Azazel. The other goat slaughters and uses that blood in, in all kinds of um, ceremonies in the temple. Sprinkles, sprinkles it on the Aron, between the, between the, um, between the staves, and also um, on the, on the Paroch, on, um, on the outer partition between the, the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kodeshim. And, and, and that, it's done, he does that to, to atone for the Tumot. And we're going to ask, what is that Tumot? That's going to be kind of like our discussion. All right. All right. So the Mishnah says Yeshba. Uh, our Mishnah says Yeshba Yidia. We're, okay, we're picking up on Zayin Mubet. One, two, three. Eight lines down. Yeshba Yidia b'Tchava Im Yidia b'Sof Seir Anaseh b'Fnim b'Chule. So our Mishnah is talking about if there's a if you had knowledge in, in the beginning and knowledge in the end. Yeah, and in between you had a, a, a you have awareness in the beginning, awareness in the end, and in between you had a um, a concealment, a lack of awareness. The Mishnah says, what does the Mishnah say about that? Anybody remember what the Mishnah says about that? 
The Mishnah says about that, Yesh ba yediyah v'tchav, ain't ba yediyah, sorry. Yesh ba, shesh ba yediyah v'tchav, yediyah v'tchav, yediyah v'tchav, yediyah v'tchav, yediyah v'tchav, So what's this, yesh ba yediyah v'tchav, ain't ba yediyah v'tchav, what's that? Yesh ba yediyah v'tchav, ain't ba yediyah v'tchav, siyar na sabifnim, the siyar, that sabifnim, that's the inner goat, not the outer goat that's sent to Azazel, the inner goat, v'yom ha-kipurim toleh, it suspends the punishment. So in that case, when you have, so what's the case? You have a Yediyah in the beginning. You, you knew what was going on, and then, then, you, then you lost your awareness. It was concealed from you with the sin. Um, what happens is that the, uh, the, you, until, you, until you become aware again, you have some sort of like uh, a leeway. It's, it's a Yom Kippurim, and this goat suspends your punishment. Um, and then whatever you do with this goat, the sprinkling. Um, that's what we're going to be discussing here. Um, says, okay. So we're going to ask, how do we know it's... How, okay, so our topic here, again, is um, the topic... When the Mishnah is talking about Tumakochim, right? We said that that's, in general, the, the topic. That's what we've been talking about the whole time. Um, so we want to kind of see how do we know that, that that's what it's talking about. Maybe it's talking about a, a more general, maybe we have Corban Olivia for any, some other type of tumult, um, another type of sin. Why do we have, we're, we've been limiting in general our discussion to Tumat Kochim and Tumat Mikdash. And we're going to ask you, maybe, maybe this whole sprinkling and the suspension can be for other sins too. So, the Chiper al Akodesh Mitubot Bnei Yisrael. That's up here. In that passage. Um, I can bring you, it says here we have, again, we have Tumot here. Right? We have Tumot. This Pasuk could teach us that I could bring a lot of, a lot of the Seir, the Seir, this is talking again, this is talking about our topic, the Seir Hapinim. And I could say, why do I have to say Dafka Mikdash and Kodesh? I could say many different things. Okay, all kinds of tumor. I'll bring you different cases that have tumor in them. Um, uh, you know, say you went all the way with that one. These are the these are the big ones, right? You make my mikdash tame with your avodazara. In illicit sinful acts. Don't become Tameh from them. Okay? Um, so, there, we have three cases where we have Tuma on these three big things. So, this is talking, the topic here is about Seir. So, maybe if these Tuma can be inserted into that Tuma thing. So, it can't be for all of them, because there's Mi Tuma, from a specific Tuma. From a, from a, well, it says in plural, though, but nevertheless. It says, mi tumot, from a specific tumot, uh, maybe a specific category of tumot, and not from all tumot. So we're going to ask, so which one of these three? You know, it says, mi tumot, from a specific tumot. And there's, so they're going to apply, uh, this is Rabbi Yehuda's approach. Everybody's going to apply memetzinu. This is, what's memetzinu is, is an idea that um, you, you find one thing in another place and you apply it to another um, it's not Xerashava because it's not like really technical, but it's like you have some sort of... Con- this is actually more conceptual. You have something that happened in one place, and you can apply that <coughs> same action to another place. 
It's you'll see. Memetzinu shichilek haketuv michal kol tumot. Where do we find a case where something was separated from all the other tumot? That therefore here too we can say, with regards to seir seir and yom kippur, that it was also be uh, separated, demarcated. Memetzinu shichilek haketuv michal kol tumot. Have you omer tumot mikdash kodeshav? So. Uh, so it's talking about we, we have a case where Tumat Mikdash Yikodashah was separated from other Tumat we've been talking about this Tumat Mikdash Yikodashah for a while how is it different um, from other Tumat uh, I'll just uh, what's the special law that we've been learning about it so far Tumat Mikdash Yikodashah place and eating well, yeah and what's the what's the punishment for it what's the atonement so that's unique, right? When you have, when you do too, when you come nikma, it's a karet when it's in mezid. Um, about that, we were talking about if there's karet and anything that has karet has a korban, but things that don't have karet don't have a korban. So that's another indication. I'm sure there's a pasuk elsewhere. Okay, so this is unique. We've, we, we're asking which tuma is this talking about? We're saying must be talking about a tuma that's demarcated in some way from other tuma. And wh- how is it? How how is our case? It must be mikdash kodeshav. It's demarcated from other ones. In which way? That in, in its an intentional state, you only have to, you only you have some flexibility for per person that they don't have to pay the full amount. So because that's demarcated there, we'll say also here when it's talking about tuma, it says mitumot from a specific tuma. It's talking about demarcated tuma. It's talking about. Um, Mikdash Kodeshav. So let's see here. Um Gimel Tumot Halal Yesi Yemer Chaperet Melam Yitumot Mizal Lo Lo Kol Tumot Memetzinu Shikilek Ketuv Mikal Kol Tumot Have Yemer Tumot Mikdash Kodeshav Afkam B'Tumot Mikdash Kodeshav Dear Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, that's pretty clear, right? So I know from Rabbi Yehuda that this this pasuk is talking about Mitumot Bnei Yisrael that the Seir is Mechaper the sprinklings Mechaper. And it's talking about Kodesh Mikdashu Kodeshav because that was that's demarcated in another place, and here it's talking about a specific tuma as we're talking about demarcated tuma. It's clear, cool. Um, that's Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Shimon Omer, you have to go too far. You have to work so hard to figure this whole thing out. He says, He reads it like this. He connects these pesukim. So it's talking about a Kodesh that was Tameh. Mm-hmm. You have to even start with this Tumot, demarcated this and that. Just read it simply. Kodesh mm-hmm. that the, the Kodesh was Tameh. Mm-hmm. And what is the case of... Because it's not talking about Gilu Ariyot. It's not talking about Shuvatim. It's talking about Tumot uh, Kodeshim. So, this is talking about the Kodesh really is, uh, is the Temple. But, but here he's, he's darshing it. I mean, a Kodesh... He's mechaper on a kodesh that became tameh. Mm-hmm. So that's creative drasha. Rabbi Shimon, when you come out, mucha, all right, Omer, vechiper la kodesh mitumot, mitumot shal kodesh. Yichol al kol tuma, shiba kodesh, yehez si irz mechamer tamulamar. So, okay, so, what's the name of the Okay, so, yichol al tuma, shiba kodesh, yehez si irz, okay, yichol al kol tuma, shiba kodesh, yehez si irz mechaper. So maybe on every type of, of of um, every type of tuma of kodesh, this seir will be atoned. No, only specific types of 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 kodesh, of of tuma kodesh is atones. It atones for. There's a chataim do matter peshim mapshaim shenabnei korban, af chataim shenabnei korban. Okay. So 
it only it only um, okay it only atones doesn't atone for every type of tumat kodesh it atones for a specific type of 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 uh, defilement of the kodesh and which one is that it's talking about ones that don't have a korban so what's the case where you don't have a korban um, that's a case where um, it's not a case where you knew in the beginning you forgot you became unaware and so now we're in the whole category of Tumat Mikdash Kodesh. Now, in that category, we saw there's different variations. We have, you knew in the beginning, you were aware, became unaware, were aware. You became aware in the beginning, you were unaware in the end. You were unaware in the beginning, you were aware in the end. So, it can't be talking about case number one was aware in the beginning, unaware, and aware at the end, because there you bring a korban sliding scale offering. And we're saying here that it's not, it's not included in this because we have a certain limud. It says, So it connects chataim to pishaim. And for Pesha'im, um, for Pesha'im, you don't have a korban, because that, that's a mezid. A mezid, you never have a korban for a mezid. They're saying only those type of chata'im, only types of, of, of unintentional sins in the category of tumat kotim that don't have a korban, for those, um, this, this whole case is talking. For those, for those the korban, the seir is, is atones. Is that kind of clear? So we have like I, I can write on the board, but just like for just to make it brief, we have three categories. We have t- three categories. We have the cate- category of tumat. We're talking about tumat mikdash or kodesha. Now um, we're going to ask. Maybe it's all tumat mikdash or kodesha. This talking about no. It's talking about only specific types of tumat mikdash or kodesha. It's not talking about ones that you have a korban for, because we learned that out that only <coughs> all, this is only works for those that are that are like pshaim that don't have a korban. So what's the case you don't have a korban? They're going to say right now. Um, Okay. And that, so let's just see Rashi. That's Something has a, you're aware in the beginning, and you're not aware in the end, right? This this ear um, suspends for that case. So I'm going to actually write this on the board. You're aware. It was concealed. Aware. You said this is not talking about that, right? Hmm. This is not talking about that. Why is it not? Um, no. Because it has to has to be has has um, yeah. Because this has a korban. Yeah. So how would I word that? Um, has to be korbanless. Yeah. I mean, I could have worded whatever. Okay. Now, what about uh, there's two other cases, right? You had awareness in the beginning, and then it was concealed, and then later on, you became aware. We have a third case. Wait, so how is that different from the first one? Well, this is just like where much later on you come aware. Would you come to the, the rabbi at this at this point? You say, oh, oh, oh okay. yeah, or, you, or you, you, we pass your judgment at that point. Okay. And you have a case where it was concealed in the beginning, and became aware at the end. So this is like this is a classic case of like of of um, like uh, complete lack of knowledge. Maybe in the case of onus or something that was beyond your control. Like you did something you didn't even know about the law, and only later on you became aware. So we're going to say right here that 
this case, first we, we knock this out. We said it has to be like a pitch, like it has to be corvonless, and this has this has a corvon. And we're going to say this doesn't work also because um, this this has this this is anywhere similar to a hatat. It has to be similar to a hatat in that you could have a chance to bring a korban. And this also, it's concealed. You would never bring a korban for that. So it has to be talking about this, where you had awareness in the beginning and it became concealed. And for this, this whole thing works. That's kind of clear. So that's what we're going to say here. Has um, knowledge in the beginning, awareness in the beginning. The aim by if this works, if this is talking about this, ears that told us, so this case where it suspends. Um, has to be something that you could have a chatat for. And you, you'd never have a, an offering at all for something that, um, something that, that you have, it's concealed in the beginning. Something's concealed to you at the very beginning. We can't obligate you with a, with a korban because you weren't aware. So these are basically two ways to say this, is, this, doesn't have a, this has a korban, this doesn't have a korban, and this, this, one, um, this one doesn't, I'm saying this one doesn't have a korban, but it but it will eventually when you become so in the aware. Meantime, this yeah, your this one has potential to have a korban. That's, the, that's what it is. Even if the seir tones, because that's what the second case, right? The seir is seir seir suspends. That's suspends. the thing. Suspends. Ah, suspends. Okay. Yeah, ah. it suspends until you get your atonement. So okay, okay this is kind of clear. So on one hand, it can't be like pshaim. That, that have um, has to be like okay. So we said here this doesn't work because this has a korban. Has to not have a korban. Has to be like shame that doesn't have a korban, and has to also though uh, be eventually able to have a korban from hatatam. And this doesn't eventually have any chance to become a korban. Let's talking about that. Talking about number two, where it's aware and then concealed. That's kind of what this is. I'm just going to read it again. We're going to move on. Um, just so it's kind of, we can just see the flow. Um, here it is. Um, I'm going to go up a little bit. That knocked out case number one. So you can't have aware, concealed aware. Right, that you have to have awareness in the beginning and, and, and concealment at the end. Not something that doesn't you can never have a chatat for. And that was the last case where you were unaware in the beginning and aware at the end. All right, so that's those are two approaches. That's that's Rabbi Shimon's approach and Rabbi Yehuda's approach. Rabbi Yehuda holds that we learn. Um, so we have a machloket how you learn out. Uh, we have a machloket how you learn out that this this whole case is talking about tumat mikdash kadashah for Rabbi Yehuda. It's talking either me tumot from from the tumot, and and it has it's it, it, this is demarcated case in another place. So we says talking about mikdash kodeshav because like me tumot a specific one. For Rabbi for Rabbi Shimon, it's talking about um, it's talking about he just learns that from the pasuk kodesh uh, mitumot the kodesh kodesh that was tame, and then he had this whole other piece here that he kind of taught us how how you uh, asserted that it was this and not other ones. And I, I suppose maybe Rabbi Yehuda would agree with that too. I mean, there were two topics in the Mishnah. One was, how do we assert that this is talking about just Mikdash HaKodeshav, this whole, all these Pukim? And next one was, how do I know it's talking about a specific category within that? I think Rabbi Yehuda probably would agree with this, the second part of the Mishnah. All right. Cool. All right.
that, so that was the, our first topic. Now we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about the havamina. There was a havamina here, which is your initial thought, which was, hey, um, I thought uh, there was initial thought in in the mission in Rabbi Yehuda's process where he said these tumut could be referring not to mikdash kodesh. They could be talking about all kinds of tumut. So they're going to ask how how would that work out? That's going to be like the ha- discussion of the havamina. That's going to extend to like six lines down from the, the beginning of the next amud. Um, Amar Mar Yesi Binyanza Lavi Gimel Tumot Tumot Avodazar Tumakilari Avod Tumot Shuvot Amin. Okay, that was the that was that was in the Prita. Now we're going to ask about that. Hi Avodazar Echidami. It's Avodazar. What 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 what? We you want to insert Avodazar into there, into that the brown part there. It says Kodesh Mitumot Bnei Sos Talking About Avodazar. Hi Echidami. Even Mezid. If we're talking about a case of Mezid, uh, it's Barkala. So it's talking about this. This individual is is supposed to be murdered. So why would this? Why would uh, Seir on, on Yom Kippur do anything for them? Uh, they already got it. Already getting their punishment. It's 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 extraneous. Same thing. Um, it's superfluous. Ibishogeg um, Barkuban. If it's talking about a shogeg case, so Avadazara, uh, you have you have a korban, and if you have a korban, so you don't need Seir on Yom Kippur. So what case could it be talking about? It's talking about a case where you're obligated, but you don't have a korban, or you don't have the, you don't have the death penalty. How can we? How can we develop? How, how, could you think of a way to do that? To find a way where you have someone's committed the intentional sin, or they committed the unintentional sin. They're obligated. They're obligated for punishment, but the punishment hasn't happened to them. Can you, can you create a case like that? Say again. There. Uh, we want to create a case where where you need the seer. To, to get kapara, to get atonement. So, we're talking about the Havamina in the Mishnah, the original thought, where, where I can insert Avodah here, for instance, or I can insert Shukutamim, or I insert something here. And we're going to say, we need this, this Seir to, um, to atone for that, for that Tuma. And we're going to ask, um, where is a case with Avodah that you would need the Seir to atone, meaning where you wouldn't have already an, another atonement? So we talk about, if you have intentional sin... The, your punishment is death, so you wouldn't need um, you wouldn't need this the seir to, to atone. You already have an atonement through death. Uh, if it's talking about shogeg, you have you have a korban, so uh, you wouldn't need to atone. What's to? So that you wouldn't have any then you wouldn't have any punishment at all. That would oh, be for about the zara you would. If you're forced to do about the zara, someone forced you to do about the zara. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the three. Uh, uh, you can't be right. Yeah, but that. That someone's forced you to do it. Yeah, but that's that. That might be not from Abu Dazrat. That might be from Chilul Hashem or something. All right. I, yeah, I still look into that. But 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 let's let's, okay, okay. let's take Excellent. that. Okay. Yeah, but um, so they're gonna say. Let's say somebody um, war- so you had you had the death penalty, but you, you did the act, Bemezi, but nobody warned you. Mm-hmm. So in that case, you wouldn't get death, but you would need atonement, mm-hmm. and that would be the case here where. Um, this would be talking about that. This would be the, that would be addressing that, or a case where, um, or a case where you uh, show gag, um, where you show gag, uh, and then but you didn't below each each and you didn't have knowledge of it. Um, let's just see what that means exactly. Below each that's, that's, I actually have to look that one up. I forget what that is. All right, but the Maisie one's clear to me. Um, so let's go. Even Maisie Barkat Lahu, Ibishogi Bar Korbanu. 
It's not about the shogeg. You have a korban, so you don't need all the. You don't need the seir and yom kippur. Amazing loach, You did amazing that you didn't get a warning, so you are obligated. You are. You had some sort of blemish. You need the seir to to mechaper on that. The same with that. The shogeg velo ichidale. What's talking about Rashi? Velo ichidale sakatat achamina letali le lagen mini serin. Oh. So you you had Bishogeg, and by the time Yom Kippur came, you 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 didn't get you weren't you weren't you didn't know about it yet. Meaning your korban wasn't didn't come to help you at that point because you didn't you didn't you didn't weren't aware of the fact that you did it that you did a Bishogeg. You weren't aware of the yeah you weren't aware of the fact that you did a Bishogeg. So when Yom Kippur came around, you would have said that Yom Kippur um, would um, come and and like and protect you from Yisurim. Because you, you did the shogeg, you didn't have the korban yet. If you don't have the korban yet, then you still need the seir to help you protect you from yisurim and to like suspend it. So you would have. So that would have been. A, so we're trying to like develop a, a room for this havamina for this original approach, which is saying that I could understand this to include all the tumot. So we're saying this could include avodah because you could have a case in here where you would need seir for avodah You would need it for b'mezi when there wasn't warning. We need it for b'shogeg um, from before when Yom Kippur came before before you became aware of what you did. So they're going to continue it the same way with the other ones too. Giloi arayot nami ha'achi echidami ibemezi barkalu ibeshogeg barkobanu. Same thing. Say bemezi velo atrebe beshogeg velo ichedale. Okay, same thing. You have bemezid and you didn't get you, you didn't get a warning. Or beshogeg and you only became aware after after Yom Kippur came. So. Shulatamim nami echidami is helping us get through some lines here. Shulatamim echidami ibe mezid barkalu ibe shoge bargalut. Right. So, so when you when you kill um, when someone kills intentionally you get you get death penalty. When you unintentionally we talked about that all masachet you get galus. Says have ube mezid lo yitzer be beshoge lo yitzer delay. Ah, here's another one. Inami bahanach delav ne galut minhu. So there were cases, and remember, this is going to bring us back a little bit. There were cases in Makos where you you can do um, you can do an act that's unintentional, but you don't get galus for it. Mm-hmm. We talked about if you're like going, Rashi brings them here. Um, first Rashi on the page, Harbe Shnuim b'Masechet Makot Kagon Shehargo Derech Aliyah Omishi Atza Evan Mitachi Yadav Otzi Halaroshav Kibla. These are cases we saw that that weren't. They were, I think they're lighter, a little bit lighter than than the Shogeg. Where you're going up and you're not going down, and we said those you don't get galus for them because they're not they're not uh, they're chiridar for whatever reason, but nevertheless they are punishable to some extent, and they are you are liable for them. They're not completely like um, be under control, and for that this would come to to to, uh, to atone. Um, that so now we understand the havamin at least. We're gonna in the end that didn't pan out because we said. It's talking about something that um, was an exception, demarcated in another place, and demarcated here. But we just wanted to understand the that idea. Okay, so now we're on to another topic. We're on to um, let's see. We're um, ah, so we're going to see. We're going to talk about this demarcated aspect. We're going to say ah, uh, so we said tumat kochim and tumat mikdash is demarcated, and we're going to ask. And we're going to demarcate another place, so it has to be demarcated here. This has to be talking about that. They ask, what is that other place? I already gave you the answer for that. I give you the answer. What was the answer? Yeah. So, so I talked. Question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt like I was speaking too quickly there, so that's why. Uh, that's why I figured I asked. I bring us back. Um, the first part of our Gemara is talking about the 
talking about how do I know that this is talking about specifically about korban mitdash and uh, tumat mitdash and tumat kodashim? We had a machlok between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon on that. Second part was saying was discussing our original assumption that this could be talking about three different things. They try to find a way that for each of those that this could be uh, this could be relevant. So it said in a case where you for tzutamim gilurayot and avodazra in a case where you did the thing but you didn't get warned. So then you would need this to help you. In the end, we said that's not the reality. That's not that's not the halacha. The halacha is that this is talking about tumat mikdash and tumat kodashim. And the question is, um, that, and, we, and we talked about, that was because we saw in the name of Rabbi Yehuda that it was demarcated in another place. Mm-hmm. Because it was demarcated from every other tumah in another place. We'll say here too it's demarcated. So because it says me tumah. So we, we talked about where it was demarcated in another place. Do you remember that now? We said it was that you have a sliding scale offering. Meaning that in, this is unique. Yeah, we discussed that. Right. So now we're just going back. To, yeah. I gave you the answer. They're going to kind of go yeah. through that right. process. See, where was it chilek? Where because the Misha doesn't, the Brayta doesn't say where it was demarcated. It doesn't talk about that. So we're going to have here that discussion. I already kind of gave you the answer. But then they're going to ask, well, other things also are demarcated. So why don't you just throw them in there? Yeah. That's going to be discussion. There's like there's going to be four cases here that are demarcated in another place. And they're going to like knock them out. They're going to say, no, that's not relevant. It's still talking about Tumat Mikdash and Kodashim. And this is going to extend like, uh, like for another third of the page, of the Amud. So Rabbi Huda, he doesn't clarify, though, how, it, how it's demarcated. He just says it's demarcated in another place. That's what we're going to try to clarify now. We're, we're talking about the words of Rabbi Yehuda right now. Uh, so, my chilek, pretty basic. Demaiti beolevio red. So it's unique. And I would just add another thing. This is going to help us. I would add it's unique. So, so this whole, this is, a, this is a favor that the Torah is doing for this, uh, for, for whatever this tuma is, the Torah is saying, I'm going to give you an opportunity to have kapara. So, so we're going to say that we have to search for something. So, What's unique about Korban Alevi Yored is that it's also a favor. God does a gesture to the poor person and says, if you can't afford it, I'm going to allow you to bring a Korban Alevi Yored. So it's not just that it's, that it's demarcated and it's separated from everything. It's demarcated in a way that's a leniency. And because there's a leniency with regards to the poor person and, the, and if they did, unintentional, uh, they did this unintentionally, so too we can give you a leniency and say that this thing would, be, uh, would, would attain atonement um, on Yom Kippur. So we're going to see, they're going to bring cases here that they're going to try to say, well, these are demarcated too. They're going to say, well, yeah, that was demarcated Lachumra, not Lakula. Okay. So that's going to say, okay, so, so they're going to say, this is Siman, Abarazara, you'll let it to the trial and zero. These are going to be the four cases that they're going to bring. So for what's unique about so I put Abu Dazara in there. It's a tumor that's that's unique. What's un, what, how is it unique? For uh Abu you can bring you you have to only bring a a goat. You can't bring a a, a kesef. Uh, uh that's a lamb, right? So you can so it's unique in that you have to only bring a goat. What are they going to say? Well, a goat well, that, that's a chumrah because if you can't find a, a, a you can't find a uh, you can't find you can only find an expensive goat. You can't bring a a lamb. You have to bring the most expensive goat. They're going to say, well, that, sure, it, it's demarcated, but it's demarcated l'chumra, and we're looking for something that's demarcated l'kula, because the whole, this whole thing is, is, a, is a gesture towards that person. 
So it's going to say here. Chilek kamrinen v'ay chilek chilek kamrina v'ay chilek lachmirhu. That was the answer. Amar of Kahana, anan chilek lekel kamrinan v'ay chilek lachmirhu. Avadazara can't be you can't be talking about this because if it's talking about avadazara, you insert avadazara here. That would be uh, avadazara is demarcated for stringency, and here this whole context is, is a leniency. It's giving you an option to to get kapara. So it can't be that it's offering you that for avadazara. So, so does that eliminate? Eliminate Abadazara. Okay. Bang, it's out. All right. We're going to eliminate each one here. It's going to like, uh, it's going to keep pitching the ball and knocking it out of the park. Okay. So, Abadazara, Mike, so that's out. Aim at Yoledet. What about Yoledet? We get to insert Yoledet up there. Yoledet, oh, so here it is. I'll bring you a case of, that's cool, Lakula. We have uh, Yoledet, it's a woman who gives birth. She's Tame. For a week for for a boy and thirty three days after or two weeks for a, one, a girl and sixty six days afterwards, afterwards she has to bring a korban. She has to bring a korban and then she can then she can eat kochim again. So, uh, so and then she's not tame anymore. So when she brings that korban, the Torah says she can bring it a korban alevi yared. If she's a poor if she's a poor uh, woman, she could bring a, a lesser one. So here we see this is excluded from other tumot, and here it's a leniency, huh? That's strong, right? Amar Ravoshaya Alright, so this she didn't do a sin. <coughs> she didn't sin, yeah. This is calling about Tumot. Uh Israel. But it says the Kochatotam. Has to be something that was a sin, and she didn't do a sin, so therefore this can't be talking about that. Ah, but they're gonna say Rabbi Shun Ben Yuchaida Maryoleta, Nami Choteti. Ah. He says the Yoleta is a chotet. That's, that's, don't, don't read that um, in public. Kohazatam. Chotet he. Michael and Maim. Rabbi Shimon. Tamid. So Rabbi Shimon says she is a sinner. I wonder what her sin is. Let's see if he says that. Um, Rashi says anything about that. Rashi. Shikishikorat. Leled. Nishpat. She's a keklapala. Okay. Rashi says that she's a sinner because we. we, we Torah instituted this korban levirat for uh, for a woman who gives birth because for women who, when they are giving birth, they might they might curse, uh, they might curse. Uh, uh, they nishpat. They might they might make an oath that they will never need their uh, they will never, never need their, their, their husband. Going through this again? Right, I'm I'm never, yeah, I'm never. I never need. My, I never be with my husband ever again. And then they, <laughs> and they ended up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why did you That's do this to me? So, so I don't know if every woman does that, but he said in general, yeah, it's in two to four case of very yeah. likely. Yeah. So, so he says. So, so how do you answer that? So, this is, uh, so the, this is a very creative answer. He said, Rabbi, Sh- when I said, Ah, can you explain it? No, 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 no. My Ah is just no, no. My okay. Ah is not to okay. So hopefully you'll say Ah again. Um, Rabbi Shimon ben So Rabbi Shimon says she's a sinner. So so maybe this this would um, this would fit into this whole category, right? We're saying um, tumot is, is an exception, and it's exception, and it's a, it's like a chatat, and it could be yoledet. Well, friends, this is only we only need this whole thing for Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Shimon doesn't need this whole exception thing because he learns it all out from Kodesh mm-hmm. Tumot. So he doesn't we don't have to go through this whole thing for Rabbi Shimon because it's a demarcated thing. We don't learn that. That's what they're going to say here. We learned it from inside here. So we don't need to say it's an exception. We need to, so. 
That's a good answer. Yeah. Again, so you let it out. You let it out because it's not a sin. Even if you say it's a sin, for Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, um, he doesn't need he doesn't need to do this whole exception thing. Rather, he has it. He already learns it out from another place. Okay. Uh, Again, a mitzora isn't isn't um, someone who is a mitzora isn't a sinner. Uh, we bring we bring they bring the korban to give them tahara, but it's not because the mitzora uh, is uh, has sinned that they have to bring this korban. Ask. I thought it's for Lashon Hara. Good. It is. Keep <laughs> reading. So keep reading. Right? It comes for seven things. What are those seven things? I put, I put it down next to it here. Um, uh, where? I put the seven things. Um, no, that's not it. Um, anyway, there are seven things. There's a whole list of them. One of them is the Shonara, but there are other ones too. Um, okay. So that's the answer. So, answer was let's, let's insert uh, Mitsura as uh, the challenge. The answer, the response to that was, uh, it's, no, this isn't. It's not a sin. Well, we have a source that does say you, does, you do get negaim, do get sarat for a sin. So we're going to say no. The tzara, you do get tzara for a sin, but it's not the korban that atones for the sin. It's the tzara itself that atones for the sin. Mm-hmm. Right? The korban, you just bring that afterwards so you can become able to enter into the kahal again. But it's not, it's not, doesn't, it doesn't purify you from your sin. So again, we see that you need... We're actually having two conditions here. One, two conditions for um, this to be... To this, for this to be talking about what, what we want to talk about. One is that it has to be... Um, what was the first one? That has to be the cool. Has to be the cool. Uh, a leniency. Leniency. And number two has to be uh, a sin. Or it has to be a leniency. It has to be a uh, uh, this this seir seir atonement has to be a leniency. And so this is why we knocked out um, Avodazara. And this has to be um, this, the the uh, yeah the yeah this has to come this year atonement has to come for a sin atonement for a sin so so far we've knocked out because of that we've knocked out um, Yoleta that wasn't a sin. All right, even for Rabbi Shimon, I said it was a sin. We had an answer for that. And now we're going to knock out uh, Mitzora. Because Mitzora also isn't a sin. Even if you say that someone who gets they get Tzarat for a sin, the Tzarat is the atonement. Um, but it's not that... Um, so it's a sin, but you don't need the seer for... It's a, it, okay, right? it's a seer as atonement for a sin. Um, you, you just don't need the atonement. It is a sin. But you don't need the atonement. What did you say? For a sin, for right. a sin which requires you to bring the seer. Right, you would need to bring the seer. Which requires for a sin, which a seer atonement for a sin that which requires the atonement to come back. Yeah, right. You already, you already were atoned for that. Okay. You already atoned for that. Yeah, that's why it's superfluous. Why would you need that? Okay. 
Um, okay, Ayman Nazir. Put Nazir in there. It's the last one. Nazir Tamed. So it's not that it's. Uh, it, there's also Kula. So leniency is is um, attained here because a nazir brings uh, his korban once he's done with his once he became tameh by accident he's he's not allowed to become he's not to go into to death around death he goes around he goes in a cemetery the nazir um, he has to bring a, a korban but that korban is not a normal korban it's from um, torim and bnei Yonah, from doves and from uh, what's the other one torim bnei Yonah. Do, uh, What's doves, what's doves? Uh, anyway. You need to really give it that. Doves and... Oh. Anyway. S- from two birds. <laughs> Steering from two birds. Sorry, it's escaping me right now. Amar- so, so here we have a Kula again. And uh, and so we're going to assume that at this point it's a sin. We're going to say, Amar lokotam lokotumotam. Ah. So it's not a sin. It's not something that needs kapara for, for a sin. Um, we're going to say... Well, there's a view. Rabbi Azarak Farad, Amar Nazir, Nami Chotehu. Right? And Nazir is, is a Choteh. How is a Nazir a Choteh? This is like a classic modern Orthodox. Uh, you need to, every modern Orthodox person needs to know about this, about the Nazir. Mm-hmm. And uh, like every yeshiva I went to, they always have like certain like mantras. This was like, the Nazir, Nazir, they, they, they withheld themselves from all the pleasures of the world. Ascetic. We don't and Judaism is against asceticism. Therefore, he's a sinner. And he has to bring a korban for us. For a sin of being an ascetic, so you have to like know that one. So, um, it's, I'm saying this sarcastically because I think that asceticism is a part of Judaism. It's like I think it's like people do like they paint Jews in like really broad strokes. There's a, there's a side of asceticism in Judaism, but it's, anyway. But nevertheless, everyone brings that nazir. So that's his sin. nazir nami chotehu. Rashi says. Rashi says bitzar. Sorry. I'm sorry, where's this Rashi? That he withheld himself from the wine. If you tell yourself, I'm going to be a Nazir, you withheld yourself from the pleasures of the world, that's a sin in itself. You shouldn't take on yourself extra things. So he brought in, ah, you're right, it is a sin. But he didn't, he didn't learn like Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Yehuda. She got him out of it. <laughs> So you, how do I know that Rabbi Ezra Kfar holds a Rabbi Shimon? I'm just assuming it. Right, I don't know. Ezra Kfar is also another Tana. Mm-hmm. So, I think he's a Tana. Um, anyway, so, whenever you get past the threshold here, where you say, this is, this is, this is a, you have this and this, and it should fit in there, that's when they step back and they say, it's not, you're right, if we were going like Rabbi Huda, but we're going like Rabbi Shimon. So we saw that for Rabbi Shimon himself, except for Elzar Kfar that day. He said, you're right, but, but he, he must be holding like Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon, and therefore, um, therefore it, it can't be uh, Nazir here. All right. Okay, so that was topic number three. Topic number four is uh, Rabbi Yehuda's answer to Rabbi Shimon's usage of the verse. So, um, Rabbi Shimon had a creative usage of the verse. Kodesh mitumah. Why didn't Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda learn that out? There's going to be a chart here. So this is Mechipah. 
so Kareem is a pigeon. Pigeon. Thousand yeah. pigeons. Yeah. Pigeons. Yeah. Cool. Answered that. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Um, okay. Amar Marsh. Rabbi Shimon Omer mi kamo la mukra. Arayhu Omer vi chiparla kashim tumot mi tumot chakoret. That seems like a creative and a and less complicated limud. I'm, I'm going to explain this in a moment. Um, it seems, I'm wearing my glasses. I just want to see what the now I got it. Okay. Okay. So we're going to say this is a creative and um, this is a creative limud, right? Um, and so we're going to say, uh, okay, let's see. It says, V'chiper al kodesh mitumot Israel. All right, so from here, Rabbi Shimon learns, uh, it says, V'chiper al kodesh, etc. V'chule. Mitumot b'nei, that's his limud. Rabbi Shimon's going to learn from there that our Pasuk's talking about tumat mikdash and tumat kodeshim, right? That was Rabbi Shimon's limud. So we're going to ask, what did Rabbi Yehuda do with that? What did Rabbi Huda do with that limud? That's what they're going to ask right now. Mara, um, okay. Shapir kama Rabbi Shimon. Ah, that was a good one. Rabbi Yehuda, Amalacha, what does Rabbi Yehuda do with that? Amalacha, humi ba'ilei, kechitavi lifnai lifnim, hachinavi becha. So if you read the Pasuk, every Pasuk reads like this. Meshachat, uh, da 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 you do all this. Vechenya set, put a comma here. And this you also do the Oha Moed, for Oha Moed. So all this is talking about you do in, in the Kodesh, and this is you do out, in the Kodesh Kodeshim, this is you do in the Oha Moed. This is you do outside. Um, where's the Oha Moed? That's, is that the Kodesh, or is that outside the Kodesh? Outside the Kodesh. Outside the Kodesh. So this is all inside the Kodesh. You also do it outside the Kodesh. Um, all the way outside, is that where the... No, no, it's within the... It's within the... It's but it's in, like the... Yeah, it's the ulam, right? It's the... You have the, the area outside... The crowd. It's where the crowd, right? The, like, the, it's, a, it's not clear. Isn't it the courtyard? The courtyard, yeah. Yeah, Remember is that... we talked about that? Yeah. The Ohamoed is the... Yeah, it must be what it is. Oh, uh, I guess, yeah, I guess the Ohamoed, he sprinkles on the korban out there, too. Anyway, yeah. you have a case here with Kodesh, and you have a case of Ohamoed. So, are we... Um, uh, so, so Rabbi Yehuda says, this whole thing comes to teach me that just like I do it in the Kodesh, so too I do the same thing in Oha Moed. Because this sentence kind of talks about, for the most part, Oha Moed. So this comes to teach just like I sprinkle in a certain way inside, so I have to sprinkle in the Oha Moed. That's why the Chen Kodesh, the Chen Israel, this part, this is needed to teach me something else. Teach me that you do the same thing inside as you do outside. How he got it from mitumot, kodesh mitumot, I don't think he's learning that whole thing. I just think he needs this piece. He needs this limud uh, for ohamoed too. Let's just see it inside. I, I don't, I, I don't I didn't all the mechanics of it, but let's see. Um, okay. Rabbi Yehuda amar le'ahumi ba'ilei ki hechi de'avi lifnei nifnim hachinavi be'echal. I was talking about the hechal. Um, so let's read Rashi. The Echidavi, the Fnavinithni, the Farsh, the El, the Minyana, Achat, Lamalva, Shiva. You do one above and, and seven below, sprinkling. Midama, Parvadriam, Seir. Batahai, the Hiper, the Kodesh, the Tui, Hechal, Shesek, Mokhen, Allah, Parochet, Mibachut. Okay. So, so, okay, so here it is. So, just like you'd sprinkle one above and seven below, um, you sprinkle one above and seven below inside the, in the Kodesh Kodeshim, so too you do outside on the, on the Parochet. 
So we can go one above and seven below. So he needs this limud somehow. I admit that I don't understand the mechanics of it completely, but he says you need this limud of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, a Kodesh Mitumot, to teach us that you do the same thing for Oha Mohed, same thing you do from the outside. I admit that I don't know how he gets it from a Kodesh Mitumot, how he gets that. I don't know. But he needs those, I guess he just needs those, those words for something else. Alright, so he says here, uh, he needs this, Rabbi he needs this, that teaches that the outer sprinkling, the Chippar Kodesh, is, is um, like inner. So when you when you do the sprinkling, you do seven, you do one above and seven below inside between the staves of the aron. That's one. That's to purify that whole area. It's. Uh, I, I once did some research on that, like on the, and it talks about like there was a whole view at that time where um, these these sprinklings they kind of like uh, purified areas. So when you sprinkle the blood in different areas, it purifies them. So the Kohen wanted to purify different parts of the kodesh from coming tamas. So he purifies the inner part. And he comes down and purifies the outer part. And Rabbi, Sh- and Rabbi Huda needs this pasuk, this limud, somehow, to teach us that just like the outer sprinkling, so to the inner sprinkling. So you do the outside and the inside the same way. Um, so they're going to ask Rabbi Shimon, what, where did, where, how did he get that, that limud? The so out- does Rabbi Shimon only hold that it's inside? So at this point, yes. This point now they're going to ask how we know that he holds this. Okay. I'm gonna, we're going to place this somewhere else. That's exactly great. That's exactly going to ask. Rabbi Shimon, ahu nafka. He learns this out from here. Um, outer like inner. So I think he's. I think he's basically saying, um, I don't need this whole pasuk to teach me that. I just have the end. I don't need this beginning part. This beginning part's free. I think Rabbi, Rabbi Yudas extends it to the whole verse. But Rabbi Shimon says, I just have the end. It's, it's, you do the outer like the inner. I don't need this, I don't need this part to teach me that. So, I understand this a little bit more. I don't understand this completely. I don't know like, why Rabbi Yehuda needs this part. Um, so, Rabbi Yehuda... So Rabbi Yehuda has a problem with this. He says, This is his problem with it, okay. So this is why Rabbi Yehuda says you have to um, have the whole thing to teach you this limud of the outer sprinkles like the inner. He's saying if you would have just had the you would say I have to bring another seir for the outside this is Vechenya say, you also do this similarly, bring another Seir and do it. And so we have to have a, a connection between these two. The Lima has to come from this whole Pasuk. Because otherwise, I would have said I would have to bring a whole other Seir. So, okay, good. I'm happy I answered that question. It, it says this isn't a good Lima, not a good Lima. Not a good Lima. Because um, I would have thought, have thought another good, have thought. The uh, chen equals another good. Yeah. So again, I'm just summarizing. Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda needs this whole pasuk here to teach us that the outer spring is like the inner. And Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai um, learns that out just from the end of the pasuk. Uh, okay. Uh, 
Rabbi Shimon, v'chen yaseh lo mohed, minei mashma. He says, when you read v'chen, it says v'chen, you can say v'chen, you can say v'chen, you can say v'chen, if you say, and it's just like the other one, you can understand it two ways. It's specifically like the other one, or it's, or you do this similarly to the other one. He's saying, when you read it, you should read it that way. It's just like the other one. So Rabbi Yehuda says, no, when he says v'chen, v'chen means that it's similar to the other one. That's why I need the beginning of the passage. Okay. So, so he is v'chen yasi, the whole lemur. He learns that out from there. He learns this. Uh, okay. Let's cool. uh, see. Uh, I could fill that last part in, but it'll take, take another minute, which you don't have. Okay. Rabbi Shimon, v'chen yasi, the whole mashma. When it says v'chen, you understand it's talking about um, the same goat. Okay. So machalkar on v'chen. What does v'chen mean? Okay. Um, that's, that's the fourth part. Um, all right, we have our fifth part here is uh, let's see. So we saw this, right? We saw that only, um, not on every Tuma, not, on every, not every Tuma of the Kodesh does the Seir come, only ones that don't have a Korban, right? All the way back here. It doesn't come on this. Only comes on those that have a Korban. Not this one, because this is not like, okay. Only on this one. So they're going to ask about this. They go, My nihu, yesh yesh uh, bar Korbanhu. So why would I even have thought that, that this whole piece will refer to this case? I have a Korban for this already. Why would, I, why would I even have an assumption that this will come to be Mechaper on this? I already have a Korban for, the, for that case, a Korban Olevi Yored. Mm-hmm. So what would I have my assumption have been? Where I could, why, how could I create a case where this, you, where, where, for this case, you would I even have a thought that you would need the whole seat year. Yeah, this person hasn't brought the Korban yet. Yeah, that's what they're going to say. Yeah. So, that you only be, right before Yom Kippur, it became clear to you that you got this awareness here right before Yom Kippur. It basically brings it down to here. Mm-hmm. Brings it down to here, then that's good. You would have thought, you would have thought that until Yom Kippur comes in, you would be suspended. Sorry, but it comes to teach you that, um, that, that it doesn't apply to this, only applies to it. Without a been You weren't aware before. You were aware before. Well, uh, right. you weren't aware of the concealment. The case, but then Yom, Kippur, then, then Yom Kippur came in. It's talking. At that era, right? Yeah, yeah. at that era, yeah. at that point. Yeah. So you would have thought that it would, um, that Yom Kippur would come in and. Yeah, so. Where's that we said? Uh, the Mishnah coming, the the, the Brighta came to teach me it doesn't include this because it has a korban. But we're going to say if it has a korban, why would I even why would I even need this? Why would I even need, why would you have an assumption that what I would need this if I had a korban for this? They're coming to say that even in, in this case, when you when you just became aware right before Yom Kippur, um, this wouldn't come and help for this. Would not. Would not. Yeah. Has to be a case, I guess, that there was a lack of knowledge that you just didn't know. Uh, it was completely state, concealed. Once, once your stake is that you are able to bring a korban, 
then Yom Kippur doesn't. The Seir of Yom Kippur yes. isn't going to help. So yeah, you've got your out. It's the Korban. And you're aware of that. Yeah, you, yeah, you became aware, but you didn't have time to bring the Korban. That, that's a different story. You don't have time, but so after Yom Kippur, yeah, you'll you bring understand, the Korban. Right? So yeah. a case, if you already brought the Korban, it's clear that I don't need this whole, I wouldn't have in assume that this would refer to this. Now, what's my assumption that this would refer to this? You, you were aware, became aware, you became aware, and then Yom Kippur came in like 10 minutes later, and you didn't have time to bring the Korban. Right. They say, you for a case where you're obliged for the Korban, yeah, this wouldn't be, this wouldn't satisfy. Even Korban. after Yom Kippur, you're going to have to bring the Korban. Okay. Hey, gosh. Still bomb. Amar Mar. Oh, the next page looks a little bit short. Okay. Amar Mar. Okay. How do I know that there's Yidiyah in the beginning? That's your, you know, so we talked about case in our, in our, in our, is this in our, um, where is this? It's in our, in our Mishnah, no? Uh, it's in our Brighton. Amar mar minayin sheish ba'idiyah b'tchila ve'in yabiyah sof says ears at tole minayin 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 I'm just curious, this language here, Minayin Shiyesh Ba Yediyah Bitkhav Embe Yabiyasaf, Sisir Zetole. Where is that from? You guys remember? Oh, here it is. It's in the Brighta on page Zion and Mupet. Rabbi Shimon asked this, or whoever, in the end of the Brighta. Minayin Shiyesh Ba Yediyah Bitkhav Embe Yabiyasaf. So the answer to that was that you need like Chatam Chavei Chatop and Mashma. You need something. So you had something that doesn't have a. Something that. Minayin Shiyesh Ba Yediyah Bitkhav Embe Yediyah Bitkhav, Sisir Tole. How do I know um, that the, the, the Brighta S, how do I know that it's not this? has to be, how do I know that this isn't the case that, that this is referring to? Because it has to be like chata'ot, that you, could, you can become obligated in some way for a, chata, for a korban for it. And someone who has concealed in the very beginning, they would no way that they have a chata'ot for that. So they're talking about that right here. Minayin kakashile, hachi kakashile, hashtamar chata'im, so maybe when we're referring to, um, we said when we originally said it has to be like pshaim, I would have thought all the way, just like uh, what's case? Is it could be really just referring to this that you never ever would have a, have a korban? I could have thought. Just uh, I would have thought that we said it can't be this because this has a korban because it has to be like pshaim. Why? Well, well, let me say it has to be something that you never ever have a korban for. Maybe this case because it's concealed in the beginning, you never have a korban for that. That would have been my assumption, right? <laughs> You would have thought that, and therefore it comes to teach you that it comes to teach you this limu that really the kolchatotam things that you can have a chatat for at a certain stage, and that's referring to this. So, um, okay, okay, I guess stop there. <laughs> we're exactly where we were yesterday. <laughs> <laughs>